The comments and opinions of this program may be considered offensive. Viewer discretion is advised. Right about there. Let me start that over. Damn it, Dylan! <laughs> Pay attention! Are you ready? Let's do this! What's happening everyone? I'm Billy the Kid and I am your host. I am Butch. I am the co-host today. For Uncommon Sense, the channel where we bring to you our uncommon societal, political, and philosophical opinions in hopes of sparking wonderful conversations. Yes. It, you know, because it's not all about one side. You know, it's not always heads or tails. It's, it's not black or white. It's no. black and white. Exactly. Hence the yin-yang. <laughs> yes. I love the yin-yang. I got the yin yang on my shoulder. Right? Yeah. Just because I know of its philosophical and, uh, you know, beliefs. Yeah. So. So I apologize today. We don't have a video for Butch. Uh, I think that's for the best part Wait. for all you guys out there. This way here, I don't break your screen. You broke my phones. screen. Uh, yeah, we were having technical difficulties with the camera situation. And I finally said, I give up. So today we're going to talk about generational gaps. Yes. Yeah. Uh, not just between us, uh, but, you know, generations in a whole, you know, from baby boomer, Gen X, all the way up to Gen Z, and now Gen Alpha. Baby boomers were uh, roughly uh, from the time of 1940 to 1959. Yep. Uh, they were uh, post-war, uh, you know, in their context, they uh, are post-war, World War Two, and uh, then we have our Gen X, 1960, 1979. Which is your generation. Which is my generation. Then we have Gen Y, or also known as the Millennials. Now, Millennials range from 1980 to 1994. Lo and behold, I'm a Millennial. <laughs> Go figure. <laughs> Kill me now. <laughs> yeah, your father would be a baby boomer. Yes, my dad is a baby boomer. Yes. Uh, in his 70s. Yeah, I was a Gen X. I was in my 50s. Mm hmm. And uh, I noticed things were. Uh, I'll be 36 this year, believe it or not. All right, so let's compare the differences between my generation and your generation. To start oh. out with, because right. we have the personal experience of those. <clears throat> right. Well, uh, one of the things I remember as a, a child growing up in the 70s was uh, everyone getting so excited over the bicentennial. You know, 200 years of America. Mm -hmm. that, that's for the longest time, uh, you know, America was the youngest country in the world. Yes. And usually Russia, China, and the United States. Mm -hmm. uh, that are considered the top three. And uh, out of those three, uh, the U.S. is the youngest. Growing up, I remember, uh, and you probably still remember, uh, we had to go through uh, crawling under your desk or uh, in case yeah, of natural disasters. Yeah, there was still a little bit of that. Uh, but also because of uh, the threat of nuclear war. Mm-hmm. So. Um. I feel like we started, we still did that when I was really little. Right. And then it kind of faded out when I was yeah. in, still in uh, grade school. Right. But then we had the school shooting. Right. Drills, right. Fire drills, 
and school shooting drills. Yeah. Um, I don't feel like we had it as much here because we're more rural, but like in the big cities, that was really a thing. Yeah. You know. And you um, know, there's a lot of different. And as a millennial, we could still ride our bikes. Oh yeah. Everywhere. Yeah. I mean, we'd ride several blocks down. Right. And get candy and whatever from the store that was oh. down there. Yeah. Well, you know, on the charts that we have available to us that we're both looking at, I assume. Yeah. So we got baby boomers as post-war idealism, revolutionary, and collectivist. That's so true. Baby boomers are very... Yeah. A lot of them are borderline hoarders. <laughs> right. The the generation right before them, the silent generation, right, right. was even more of hoarders. Oh, yeah. Because they grew up during the Depression. The they were ages, yeah. They were taught not to throw away anything. Right. My grandma kept the string off the dog food bags. Let's see, Gen X, that would be you. Materialistic, very competitive, individualistic. That makes sense, though, you yeah. know. Yeah, it does. Gen X, it was all about being yourself and... Being the best at what you did. I can see the materialistic, too. I think that's when a lot of the name brand stuff became really popular during your generation. Yeah. And things like that. Uh, Yeah, Adidas, Nike, all that became, Mm -hmm. you know, name brand stuff. Yeah. Uh, Competitive. Yeah, we were competitive because we were, uh, you know, we were told that uh, we had to (coughs) compete against other students and, and you know, in school to uh, get the better grades and to get uh, this acknowledgement or that acknowledgement or to even just go on out and compete for work. (laughs) Individualistic, I believe that is totally true uh, because I'm an individual. Mm -hmm. I see myself as an individual. I don't see myself as a a part of a collection. I have my own views. I have my own opinions. And I share those with you, and I, I get you to make you think. And hope, there's a, do. a lack of group identity right. in Gen X, whereas right. the millennials, it amplified. Yeah. And now, yeah. even more so. Yeah. Um, and that's why it's it was really honestly weird for me when I found out that I was a millennial. I thought for the longest time that I was a Gen X because <laughs> of my thought process. And right, I think, right. but I think a lot of people, my actually my age, Mm-hmm have similar feelings as I do because we were born in a time that was between the two. When I was really little, we didn't have that, like, what am I trying to say? Like the, uh, participation awards. Yeah. And everyone's equal. Every, you know, that type of stuff. There also wasn't so much paranoia when I was really little. Right. It was that transition time. Right. Um, but I think like going back to the competition thing, mm-hmm. I think that's why I'm a little bit more competitive than say even my brother, as close right. as we are being two years behind me in school made that much more of a difference. Right. You know, and then you go on a little bit more and you get it even more. Right. And there's this softening of, especially with boys, the softening of their masculinity you know, and even with girls, though, there's there's a, a softening of competition and right. everything else. Yeah. And it creates this soft mentality. Yeah. 
but the, we've seen that meme many a times. Yeah, and it's so true too because, I mean, we're literally seeing it right now. Yes, we are. Look at all the softy beta boys we got running around. Uh, yeah, you know, we call them soy boys. Mm-hmm. You know, just because uh, you know they're little. Uh, they're they're squishy like tofu. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into Gen Z here for a moment. All right. Gen Z, uh, you know, from 95 to 2010. Now, I've noticed something. I don't know if you noticed it, but with the baby boomers and with Gen X. Yeah. That is a 20-year period right there. Yeah. And you notice they're getting smaller? Right. They get to 15 years. And you know why? I think it's because people started having, having babies younger. Right. Exactly. I mean, I think about the fact that when I was in school, mm-hmm. even when I was in junior high, it wasn't near as prominent as it is now. But in junior high, we experienced the first girl in school to get pregnant at 13. Wow. And I feel like right about that point is when it really started changing. Yeah. And you had more and more well, young girls having babies. Yeah. You got babies having babies. And now, and then they started a reality show called "16 and Pregnant." Let's just encourage it, shall we? Yeah. No, let's not. Please, let's not. Mm-hmm. Gotta love the freaking Hollywood propaganda. Yeah. So, in millennials, you're already softening everybody, <coughs> and then Gen Z, you still have some of that, but then you're also adding like all the social media. And yeah, that's in there. Okay. And there's more of this, uh, you know, like it says here on the list, uh, undefined ID. They don't identify with anything. They yeah, they're and they could they could be one thing one moment, another thing the next. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're seeing a lot, like with this uh, this non-binary stuff. Right. Which. It's also kind of interesting, though. That this whole thing. Because on one hand, they are less self-identified. Like they don't really right. a lot of whoops, a lot of them don't really know who they are as an individual. Right, they don't. Even the ones that aren't all wokeified. Yeah. They're confused because of all this other crap, right? Yeah, all the stuff. <laughs> and, and I get that. But lot. at the same time, many of them are very realistic mm-hmm. with things. Um, you know. They, right. well, they kind of perceive reality a little bit differently than we do. Yes. A lot of it has to do with the changes that they got in school. Yeah. What they were educated on. Because the first and last teacher of any child is the parent. Absolutely. Uh, the teacher's job in school is to teach them education. Mm-hmm. Uh, some teachers, you know, wanted them instill values into the students besides just in the uh you know education and it's at that time when we started instilling values such as uh you know well you have to accept johnny because johnny wants to be married now and you have to accept him that's not teaching that's indoctrination right and frankly grooming yes it is most definitely grooming. Most definitely. But the interesting thing about Gen Z is that 
there is still more of a gap in Gen Z than in previous generations as far as how many conservative family-born Gen Z there is versus liberal-born. Yes. So then we get into the next one. Let's go to Generation Alpha really quick. Okay. Because this one really interests me when you think about the numbers. And I've looked up some stuff on this. Conservatives, on average, are having 41% more children than liberals. I believe it. That's quite a bit more kids. I believe it. Have you seen a liberal woman? Yeah. No. Uh, (laughs) No, thank you. uh, I'll give you an example. Bette Midler. They all kind of... They all kind of have that same vibe about them, to be honest. Right. However, the ones that do have a partner, their partner is soft. Their partner is a soy boy, feminist, male feminist. Right. Who lets them walk all over them, beat them and abuse them and use them in whatever they right. way they want. I don't know. Feminist women have, they have just as much, if not more, of an arrogance yeah. as men that do have actual toxic masculinity. Yeah. There isn't such thing as toxic masculinity, but not to the extent that they make it today. No. Anything can be toxic. If there's too much of it. Exactly. Too much feminism is extremely toxic. Yes. Too Uh, much wokeness is toxic. And they're starting to find that out now. Yeah. Finally. A lot of these companies that have uh, become woke are now going broke. Mm Mm-hmm. So here, let's go into Generation Alpha, which is the generation of my children. Right. They are the children of the millennials. Yes. And this generation is even more gapped than the last one, which is more gapped than the last one. So there are many more Generation Alpha children than there that are uh, conservative than there are liberal Gen Alpha. That makes sense, yeah. Okay, so let's think about this. And I find this very ironic and funny. Um, but actually, real quick, let me read this. Uh, Generation Alpha is the Democrat uh, demographic cohort succeeding Generation Z. Researchers and popular media use uh, the early 2010s as a as the starting birth years, and the mid 2020s as the ending birth years. Named after the letter for the Greek alphabet. Generation Alpha is the first generation to be born entirely in the 21st century. Most members of Generation Alpha are the children of millennials. Now, what I find interesting about this is that the millennials and Gen Z, as we just stated, are full of what? Betas. Yes. Betas. And we're not talking about the fish either. No. (laughs) And if we speak of it in, say, wolf pack terms, the betas always follow the alphas. Yes. Okay, now, that said, you got two generations full of betas. Now we're going into a generation actually called alpha. Right. That's right. 
and I find it interesting because so many more of them are going to be conservative children raised in conservative homes and then you have all of this pandemic crap that's happened over the last couple years most of those parents out there of generation alpha are parents like me you know what i mean yeah parents that are angry at what's happening and just in the fact that they are frustrated with the chaos they are teaching their children what to look out for this next generation i think is going to be the most politically aware generation that we have ever had oh yes definitely you know except for maybe the first generation to come out of the revolutionary war (laughs) you know because they they are growing in a time that they are watching the turmoil happen around them my children have experienced splits in the family because of this ideology right how many other children have experienced the same or worse splits in their family mm-hmm. you know yeah and these kids are they're going to remember that stuff yeah. and it's going to affect them emotionally physically soulfully whatever right mentally but i think ultimately is going to make them stronger and they are going to be the the strong men yes. that we were just talking about yes okay it is happening right now people like <laughs> right freaking now the strong generation has already been born right and what's going to make them strong is all this crazy that we are so frustrated with wish it would just end but how that will benefit the next generation is it's amazing to think about it oh, kind yeah. of blows your mind oh, yeah. You know anyway so i think that kind of wraps it up though um what do you guys think do you think the next generation is going to be more soy boy betas or some alphas they're going to be full of alphas girls and boys girls and boys. yep yep i honestly think they will be they're going to be a generation to be reckoned with well from butch i like to thank you for uh listening and enjoying us joining us today and from Billy, I think Billy just uh, is excited to be here. <laughs> All right, if you made it this far, please hit that like button. Don't forget to subscribe to get notified every time we throw down a new video. Leave a comment. Keep the conversation going. Thank you for tuning into Uncommon Sense. I'm your host, Billy the Kid. I'm Butch. Have a good night. the the deli shop that was down there so much better than subway (laughs) oh my gosh dude those sandwiches were to die for (laughs) here hold my beer (laughs) whoa (laughs) wow good complexion and shit yeah (laughs) get over yourself billy okay